Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is Pastor Frank Julian coming to you. And I just love how God is so faithful and keeps reminding me of all the miraculous things that I've had happen in my life. I've been serving the Lord for about 45 years. I came to Christ when I was 20 years old at Grand Valley State. I got baptized in the Holy Spirit through the Catholic Charismatic Renewal. And right from the beginning, I believed in the miracles, and I believe that God was doing miracles, and we would hear testimonies about the gifts of the Holy Spirit and some amazing stuff. It was an amazing time that I look back at, and I, I, I thought I stumbled into it, but I know that God had ordered my steps. But if, if God can bring about a great awakening and, and turn hippies to Christ and, and baptize in the Spirit Catholics with the gift of tongues, he can take care of these millennials. I believe we're going to have a great awakening, and I pray for that. But I want to share with you this idea of what's next after we pray for miracles, because it would be much better to walk in the Spirit and live in the Spirit than go from miracle to miracle. Even though God is faithful, I believe he's actually a God who wants you to have order. He's a God of order and not of confusion. And confusion is not of God. Order is love. If your life is in order, you you are at a place where you can give to others and minister and serve. And so I want to share with you what God did for my daughter uh, to provide a job for her. Some of you are listening. You don't have a job, although the economy is doing much better, and I thank God for that, and people are working. Sometimes you want a better job. There's jobs and better jobs. And that's what I want to talk to you today. Not just a job, but a better job. And it says in, in Mark 11, verse 22, it said, Have the faith of God, for verily I say unto you, that whoever shall say to this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and doubt not in his heart, but believe uh, that uh, what he says he shall have. Whatsoever things he says, that shall he have. You can have what you say, but I mean, you got to believe it. You can't just say it without believing in your heart. It says in verse 24, Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive it, and you shall have it. Now, many people have stumbled over these verses and made outlandish confessions, and I'm not endorsing that in any way. But I am not negating the word of the Lord. He says here in 23, If you say to the mountain, Be removed, be thou cast into the sea, and doubt not in your heart, but shall believe that those things that you say shall come to pass, you will have whatever you say. So I believe that. See, what happens after you come to Christ and are born again and are filled with the Holy Spirit, you need to get into the Word of God. Memorize it, study it. I've been studying it for 45 years. I'm going to be 65, and really, ever since I've been baptized in the Holy Spirit, I've been reading the Bible. This book is still fresh and new to me. I don't get it. I can't read any other book like that. But you can take out verses, pages, chapters, and there's life in it. This, thing, this, this Word of God is alive. And so its principles work, but you've got to work them, and you've got to work them appropriately. You have to have a faith that works by love, it says in Galatians 5 and verse number 6. So you've got to believe. And then you have to understand the basic principle of love, this faith that works by love. Really, Paul says in 1 Corinthians uh, 13 that if you have faith that you can move these mountains, but you don't have love, you know, that that is not pleasing to God. That, That amounts to nothing. So I want to make sure that in telling you this miracle of, of faith and speaking to the mountain, you also know that it's, it's a faith born out of love. And I encourage you to make love your aim, not faith. 
Amen? The greatest of these is love. There remains faith, hope, and love, but the greatest is love. So if you can learn how to use your faith to get people's needs met because you love them, that's what it's all about. And so my daughter was graduating from college. She went to the University of Michigan in Ann Arbor, and she became a chemical engineer, very hard course, but she excelled. And she had done some placements uh, each summer um, out in Racine, Wisconsin. She was with Johnson & Johnson and the Ford Motor Company and that. And we're from the Detroit area. And she wanted to work for Ford, and they don't have too many chemical engineering jobs because they're automakers, more manufacturing engineering. And she didn't want to go to Houston and you know work for an oil company. We wanted her to be home with her husband. She was getting married that summer. So when I would drive up and down Southfield to go to my nursing office, I would speak to that Ford Motor headquarters. And the people at church love when I preach this because it does something inside of them that they can speak to that mountain too. And I'd point to that building. I'd be alone in the cars. The windows were up, but I got loud. And I'd say, if you hire one chemical engineer, I'd speak. I said, do you hear me now? If you hire one, you're going to hire Angela. Do you hear me? That one position is hers. No one can have it. They can't touch that. That's too hot. It's hers. And up and down that freeway. And I would go and I'd speak to that, that mountain. Well, anyway, she graduated and there was one position open. And this guy was retiring and they were going to hire one chemical engineer in all of the big Ford Motor Company. And I just, oh, I'd gotten so much into it that I did believe it in my art and speak. Is they going to hire one? It's her. So she had to go through two days of interviewing, all day interviews. And there was other candidates and everything. And I want to tell you something. They said, Miss Angela, they said, we want to offer you this position as a chemical engineer with a Ford Motor Company. Would you like to accept it? <laughs> she said, would I like to accept it? Give me that. No, she was very professional and said, oh, I'm highly honored to accept it and everything. And so she knows. And we, we would speak to them out. One time they were laying people off at Ford. And, you know, this, she started working there back in 03. And she called me up, Dad, what do I do? You know, they're, I'm watching people outside my my office leaving with boxes in their hands, taking their belongings. I said, you walk around that office and you declare while others are being laid off, I will be promoted. So she said, okay. So I called about three hours later. I said, what's going on? How you?" She said, dad, while others are being laid off, I'm going to be promoted. <laughs> I said, oh, okay, okay, yeah. Well, that came to be true and she's continued to progress and she is really... Um, in, a, in a, a wonderful position at Ford. She's in management, and the favor of God is upon her. So one day, my wife and I were driving down Southfield, where the Ford Motor headquarters is, and so I pointed to the building, and I said, one day my daughter's going to run you. My wife took my hand. She said, don't you say that. She said, that's too much responsibility. I don't want her to have all. I said, oh, okay, okay. But anyways, it is kind of humorous, but there is tremendous power in the words that we speak, especially if we believe what we're saying. And when you base what you're saying on the Word of God, and I wanted my daughter to have a good job, and I wanted her to live near us, and I, that was all love, I felt. And I used my faith because I loved her. And God has done a marvelous miracle for our family, and he wants to do it for you. So right now, I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to speak to your mountain, and I want you to be in agreement. It's as if two or three agree on earth is touching anything they ask. Their Father in heaven will give it to them. So right now, we're going to agree for God to give you that mountain. That mountain either has to become a plain or fill in a valley or whatever it is. 
to get this need met in your life. So, Father, right now, I take this faith you've given to me, and I operate in love toward these listeners. I pray in the name of Jesus, Father God, for each one of them, and I declare my faith on their behalf that their need be met in the name of Jesus, by Jesus, by the angels of God, by the word of God, by the spirit of God, and in the name of Jesus, I declare their need met for the glory of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Now you take that verse, you believe that it's true. Get, get it into your heart. Get the vision of what you want God to do for you and speak to that mountain and God's gonna give you it. Amen? Okay, I love you. Tune in next week. Have a great week. The Lord bless you. Bye for now.